You can do it. Come on. Roll and take. Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And we are so glad that you are here with us once again. And as we get going, as always, if you would do us a favor, we would greatly appreciate it. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you may be listening, review and rate. We recommend five stars because we love you five stars and would appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. While you're doing things for us, go and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. There you can follow us, keep up with us in the stories and the feed, partake in polls, send us messages, the whole nine yards. Uh, but really for our purposes, it is particularly helpful for you to have a way to communicate with us, which is those direct messages. So that if you'll Go ahead and give us a follow on the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. That's a great way to communicate with the both of us. And we'd greatly appreciate it. Yep. Very much so. Yep. We actually had some uh, action over on the Instagram this past week uh, with responses, direct messages, I think is what the kids call them these days, mm-hmm. uh, related to some of the stuff on uh, the last episode. Uh, in, in the last episode, we talked about, uh, have you ever wondered? Mm-hmm. And we talked about some strange things there. And we did get a message from uh, Super Porchy Josh <laughs> that said, I'm convinced that many of the household staples, eggs, milk, etc., we use every day started on a dare. <laughs> For me, milk is the one I've wondered a lot about, <laughs> which is true. Yes. It's just too Like, who thought, one. hey, let me see... What happens if I squeeze this cow? And Well, let me drink whatever comes out. Or like eggs. Yeah. You know, like, oh, wait a minute. Something just fell out of that chicken. Let me see if I can eat it. <laughs> you know, it it is weird. I know. I was just thinking about chicken butts. <laughs> chicken butts? Where would they have thought that fell out of the chicken? Oh, I got you. you. Yeah. <laughs> this came out of the chicken butt. We should, we should maybe fry it up. What if, it. what if it the egg fell out mm-hmm. and it was a hot day oh. and it fell on a rock uh-huh. and it went, went ahead and, and opened up and it sizzled and cooked right there and somebody's like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to eat that. It actually kind of makes me a little nauseous thinking about now. It should. Yeah. It's it so gross. Uh, well, hear me out. Okay. I'm listening. So we did find out too um, that sister-in-law Heather, we mm-hmm. found this out through her, her mother, <laughs> um, that she could teach us how to clog. I know. I had no idea. Did you know that your sister-in-law knew how to clog? I'm not sure that I knew, but I feel like I should have known because she has quite a pl- plethora of dancing slash entertaining capabilities i mean she's the one that does so, the ton right and so to me i think yeah that makes sense to me okay so let's change the subject real quick and before we come back to this so what you're telling me is both you and your brother married natural born entertainers but we just keep it a secret from the rest of the world um who is keeping it a secret in this household well i just i i am you i don't are? let people know oh um, but i had no idea that she clogged oh okay she's never mentioned this no and the time that we've known her. So I expect some uh, clogging lessons next time we're together. And maybe some Irish step dancing. You think she can do that too? It, that's what her mom says. Oh. Is that like river dance? That's what I picture it to be. That's my story and I'm sticking to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome with that. <laughs> and there's a few others. Those just stuck out to me yeah. as being uh, 
being funny. Yeah, thank you, Heather's mom, for always bringing the entertainment, either yes. with your life experience yes. or by throwing Heather in there. I just it, <laughs> it brings me so much joy. I thought you were going to say by throwing her under the bus. Well, I guess it depends on how Heather perceives that information coming to us. Did her mom throw her under the bus or just enlighten us even more to know, man, we love that woman. She's trying. She's just trying to, to help. Uh, help Heather help us out. <laughs> that she probably wouldn't have disclosed that on her own. But yeah, keep she us would have eventually. I think maybe I. I don't know. She's talked with us about baton. I know, but that that seemed more natural because that was a response to <laughs> something we said. Baton twirling is natural. I think they. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember how we we learned that. But yeah, send us your messages. We love those. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, let me know some other things that you've wondered where they came from, how they got started. And mm-hmm. we, uh, I really do want to dig into a few of those for some future episodes. Okay, let's make it happen. Because I am concerned about this whole milk thing, too. <laughs> You're concerned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, who came up with that? I don't. Uh, there's a lot of things like that I have questions yes. to, but I don't always look into. So now I have a reason to do so. Well, and how do you start investigating that? Where does milk come from? Oh. Who was the first person to drink milk? <laughs> How did somebody decide, I'm going to eat this chicken egg? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. There are several of those things that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Right. And I can't remember when we were talking about that. Part of the thing that got me down that path was watching a TV show Mm -hmm. where they talked about chicken and waffles. Did we mention Mm -hmm. that on the last episode? Or was that just in my head? That must have been in your head. So it was some kind of food slash cooking show. Okay. I don't think it was actually a cooking show, although they did kind of show, but this lady was in this restaurant and they were talking, this restaurant was known for its chicken and waffles, among other things. And one of the owners of the restaurant said that chicken and waffles originated in Harlem. Okay. And I've looked this up before trying to figure out, because people have thought that it's like a very Southern thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I didn't really grow up hearing about chicken and waffles. I don't know when this came about. And the limited information I could find at that time, because I didn't spend a lot of time looking at it, did suggest that it came from Harlem. Mm-hmm. Where this uh, gentleman that owns the restaurant said that it actually came from jazz musicians okay. who would get off of playing in the clubs at mm-hmm. like 2 or 3 in the morning, mm-hmm. and they would go out to eat. And it was like, well, do we get breakfast or do we get oh. supper? And it was kind of a combination of both. I don't know how accurate that story is, but I like it. I like that and story. And it sounds very factual to me yeah, yeah. that it could work. Very probable, for sure. So Yeah, I like it. I think we stick with that one. That's the story we're going we're gonna to put out there into the ether. All right. Well, you heard it here first or second or, or third. But <laughs> or wherever Wikipedia works into that. <laughs> I, it was not on Wikipedia. I actually read articles related to chicken kidding. and waffles. I just meant in terms of like, you know, how people research things. Oh. Like, I'm going to look at Wikipedia and see what it says. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that another day. Okay. Uh, yeah. So how was your week? You know, my week was not the best. Not and the best. No, it's not all that often that we say that. And it's, I, I only say it because we're, we're keeping it real, right? And it was just, it was a tough week. It was kind of crazy. I think for the most part, the first half of the week was fine. But the second half of the week was not to the extent that I don't remember the first half of the week. So that. Oh, so that's bad. That's really bad. That's really bad. Yeah. Um, and I can get into it if you want to talk about it. But essentially, we made a change with our cell phone coverage which we do not do the traditional cell phone route. And we have 
to best my knowledge, never really had a problem with it. We've had a couple mm. of times where we've had to gone, go a couple extra steps, per se, to change plan or get a new phone or something like that. But by far, the pros outweigh the cons, and we have thoroughly enjoyed the service. Right. So let me interject real quick yeah. just for people that are new. When you say we don't go the traditional route, we don't have a major service provider. Right. We don't get a paper bill each month. We use a secondary reseller yes. basically is what they are. Yeah. And we pretty much get the same um, stuff mm-hmm. that our friends get mm-hmm. for a fraction of the price. Oh, for sure. And we're not tethered to our phones 24-7. We're yeah. not those people. Uh, we get, you know, unlimited text data, phone calls, mm-hmm. all those type things, but we're not locked into a contract. We're not yeah. paying tons of money every month. Yeah. And it's worked out well for us for 15 years. Yeah. Cause we started it maybe when I was pregnant so, with Cooper. So. so, okay. So now you can pick up your story. Well, I bought a new phone because as much as it pains us to admit, we needed to get our daughter into a cell phone we had one that the two of them were kind of sharing basically whoever was out doing something that needed to be able to get back in touch with us it's got a little bitty cell phone plan on it and we could let them take that well we are finding that in the world we live in today everyone communicates through text and we just were getting it was harder and harder to not have a cell phone and by everyone what you're really meaning is like their coaches yes. and, and activities they're going to do. Yes. We've been able to get around. They've been using their iPods mm-hmm. for that. Um, but somehow Coop missed a bunch of texts on mm-hmm. that phone because mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be pl- trying to play tennis this year. Yeah. And there were texts from the coach. And he doesn't really take it unless he's out yeah. going somewhere. And then there's just this realization. Unfortunately, we still think they're too young. Yeah. We think this world has gone crazy mad uh, <laughs> with this type of things. And the adults should know better. I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Uh, but that's how they're communicating yeah, and yeah. texting. Now, some of them will use these different apps like Remind 101 yes. or something of that nature. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Or something. That's another that's one I've heard one, of. Um, but this is straight text yeah. and okay. Yeah. So we had to get the secondary phone. Yes. And with that, just went ahead, got a sec- another phone. And so now, okay, got to get a phone number for this extra phone. And then I wanted to move my number into this new phone for me. And if it were funny, I would say in hilarity ensued. But there was nothing funny about this. Yes, I don't think there was any hilarity there. No, it just it was truly a matter of since we have no problems with this service, we don't have the need to know the lingo or to really have a lot of the language down pat. So when we contact a company and say, this is what we need, we speak in regular person ease. Right. And they do not. And so it's taken, a, I think today was day five. And it's finally straight. I have my number. Our daughter has her own number. Both phones work separately for a little while. You yeah. called and you were you were actually calling both phones. <laughs> right. We got right. it all fixed. It's it's done. Uh, I told you today. I said it. the the sad part about it to me was in no way, shape, or form did I mean to give up almost literally at least two days of my life to this. And but I'm glad it's done. I said something to Cooper this afternoon about I was really glad that it was summertime because had we been at work and had other obligations, 
I don't, I don't know how that would have all played out for the mm-hmm. amount of time I had to sit on hold and in chat rooms and all that stuff. Right. It, it was almost to the point to where you said, I'm just going to give her the new phone yeah. so I can keep <laughs> my number. And, you know, we hadn't had any problems with the other provider. No. We were just starting to switch, and we're going to see how it works, and we may switch everybody over to something that's the exact same thing, the exact same coverage. Yeah. It runs off the same major towers. Mm-hmm. It's just cheaper. Yeah, just a little and bit cheaper. Friends of ours use this, and, mm-hmm. and our, it works fine for them. There's yeah. just some some issues getting it. And you're, you're right, it's a language. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, for those out there that may be in customer service, um, it's important that you provide good customer service yeah. and can answer questions. Because, yeah. okay, you were at a friend's house, and she was helping you because mm-hmm. it's who they use now. Mm-hmm. And, and like, oh, this will be easy. I can help you. to just take a little bit of time. It's like five hours later, five you hours came later. home. You texted me during the part of it. I ended up getting on the phone as well, talking to him. And uh, I was on the phone for about 40 minutes mm-hmm. and talked to two different people. And I don't know the time frame mm-hmm. or how long I spent with each. But a lot of times, the gentleman that I was on the phone with just sat there in silence. <laughs> and it's not like I could hear anything clicking. Mm-hmm. And just wouldn't answer my questions yeah. and wouldn't respond. Yeah. Uh, and I got pretty upset about that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I may have thrown out the law on him, which I'm 100% correct, and yeah. they are wrong. Yeah. And if they had pressed the issue, we would have been following a complaint with the FCC. Yeah. I think we literally just figured out today, why don't I try using this precise language and asking a very specific question and I, I think between me having the right language and actually getting a customer service representative that A, knew what they were talking about, and B, was able to actually be really kind and work with me, it it was a much smoother, although it still was an excruciatingly long process, but it was all taken care of. And I am really grateful to be done with one uh, set up in the other and lord willing we will not <laughs> i'm thinking that if we need to make a change with uh yours and coop's phone that you will do that next time <laughs> yes we will we will figure that out i did talk to a couple of people for very short i needed something very specific like no i don't have any questions this should solve the problem yeah. and so i can get in and it didn't solve the problem yeah. and you know those shorter ones they were were better but uh, the one gentleman I talked to was horrible. Yeah. And if I remembered his name, I would say it here on the podcast because people need to know if you call this company and you get him, hang up because he's not going to answer your questions. It's going to be a waste of time. That, there were that several times I, I had have. to ask him. Yeah. Like, are you, what are you doing? Are you going to answer my are question? You still there? And I would answer direct questions. Yeah. I, I told you that. I didn't say this, but I wanted to because I know how these a lot of these things work. Maybe not all, but I know a, a lot of them work. Is they're taking what you say and either typing it in or it's you know listening, and it puts up on the computer screen what them for them to say. Mm-hmm. So for a little bit, I thought he was waiting for it to get to the right screen so he can answer my questions, <laughs> but it was nothing. Yeah. And he told me he said, "Well, it doesn't matter." And this is after they've already bumped me up. Mm-hmm. The first lady I talked to said, so "I can't." In authority. Yeah, said okay, I can't help you with that problem or it's beyond her knowledge or something. I'm going to have to send you up to mm-hmm. somebody higher that can help with that. Mm-hmm. Well, he couldn't help it. He had the gall to tell me, well, if you talk to anybody else here, they're going to tell you the same thing. Yeah. You know what I have to say with that? You're a big, fat liar. <laughs> because the other people told me something different. The person you ended yeah. up talking to told yeah. you something very different, and she was able to help you. Yeah. And I'm going to stop before this turns into a full-blown Billy's rant. 
I will say that uh, my first full-time big girl adult job post-college was in a call center for a cellular company, and I hated it. However, I do have a certain level of sympathy because I do have a certain level of knowledge of what's happening here. And there really was a sense of of just, I don't know what else to ask. I don't know right. what else to do. Um, and that was part of why I told you at one point, I'm giving up my number. We're just going to nope. scratch this and walk away from and it. And no. you and our friend, the the woman that I was hanging out with, who is a sometimes poor cheat. And I say it like that because she'll like build up and then she'll listen to him as she drives to other areas. Which and, I do too. Not yes. for our podcast, but other ones. <laughs> I've already heard you talk. Oh, you don't want to hear it again? No. Okay. Um, but both of you are like, no, there has to be another way. And I actually told you when I got home last night that this was the first time I'd ever heard her. This is Brenda. We've talked about her a couple of times on, on uh, the podcast. I've never heard her so stern. And she flat told that customer service rep, I think you are holding out on us because we're wanting to move your number. Like she just was very straight and firm. I was like, Oh, hi. I did not know this person existed. There was something the guy I talked to led, made me, he didn't come out and directly say it, mm-hmm. but let me think, okay, I think I know what the problem is. And you guys screwed up. Mm-hmm. They screwed up our account mm-hmm. and they didn't want to admit it mm-hmm. uh, with that. Uh, but he was saying certain things and I repeated like three or four times. And I wish I had reminded him that they told me this phone call was being recorded. Yeah. And if I have to go after it and get that to mm-hmm. use against them, I will do it. <laughs> Billy's ring. But I said, so if I do this, you guarantee me that it will work. Yeah. He said, yes. You're guaranteeing me. And I repeated back what he said, that this will absolutely work and I won't have this problem. Yeah. Yes. And I said, okay, if it doesn't, I'm calling back and I'm going to ask for you. Yeah. And we're going to fix this. Yeah. Don't make me get in the car and drive up there and have a face-to-face, so, wherever you are. So so all of your angst and frustration, that was one afternoon and really, as you said, maybe 40 minutes. I had been trying to deal with this since Thursday evening, and by the time we got to a conclusion, I was telling Coop this afternoon, I think I probably clocked in somewhere between 12 and 15 hours just actually on the phone oh, or in the chat. Like it just, oh, or in the chat yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that trying to solve it that way which well, they tried to push you to that yeah. a little bit more yeah which i got on there and it was just a bot yeah and it wouldn't let me yeah access what i wanted to yeah. do because yeah. you were able to get to an agent yeah this wasn't with that yeah when um, i finally was able to get to an agent in the chat room uh brenda our friend had said well maybe you ought to call and i said i don't want to call because there were some issues with every time I talked with somebody, the the microphone was kind of not great, and their and their earpiece wasn't great because we would say three numbers together and they would hear the first two. And I I want to type it so they can see it, and I can double check and make sure right, I said right. it right. And we and, we talked about that type of thing. I don't know how many episodes mm-hmm. ago. A lot about mm-hmm. if you're in that type or you're calling, be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the microphone's too close. Yep. They're not uh, speaking clearly, enunciating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one guy, he mumbled a lot. <laughs> You're going to be in customer service on the phone. Why are you mumbling? And he was your bump up, Whitney. He was the person that they sent yes. you sent you to because the, the lower person yeah. couldn't help you. So. And I, I'm convinced crazy. that it was their fault because the phone quit working early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
the also reason I believe that is you got locked out of your online account. Mm-hmm. It said that account didn't exist. Yep. Which this is also confusing to me. I know this is probably more than how was your week. <laughs> um, so you're you're over at Brenda's and you guys are trying to figure this out and you're texting me a little bit of problems and at this point I'm getting mad. Yeah. Like okay, I'm gonna get in and solve this problem. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I called <laughs> and I, I gave the number. And I got you to give me. You know, she asked for the the password or code or whatever mm-hmm. phraseology they use, and I'm texting you trying to get it. And she's like, "Are you still there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did lie to her and said I, it's in my notes. I'm trying to get where I keep those things. I'm trying to scroll to to get to it. <laughs> I may have to call you phone. back." <laughs> um, so I get that and I give it to her. Um, they ask the name. I give them your name because your mm-hmm. name's on the account. And she mm-hmm. says, "Okay, but what's your name?" I tell her, and then she addresses me as Billy, mm-hmm. and never once asked anything verifying. My name's not on that account. And I know you've tried to call places before yeah. and even said, I, but I'm his wife, and like some different utility companies. Yeah, and they're like, they no, we can't talk to you. Yeah. We can't deal with that. But I'm trying to give you money or whatever the <laughs> right. case is, yeah. they wouldn't yeah. do it. So that part was a little weird yeah. to me. And I'm not the one to be mean to customer service reps when you call in because I understand, uh, you know, they're, they're doing their job. Yeah. They have this screen. They can't really answer questions anyway, yeah. but when you treat me poorly yeah. or I know that you're trying to do something shady or mm-hmm. illegal mm-hmm. and I've already looked up, I know what the FCC federal law says. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. Like don't get gone. Yeah. So the hang up <sighs> was they wouldn't give me my account number. And since we don't have paper bills, we don't have a traditional cell phone situation. We didn't have access to a, an account number. And so without the account number, they wouldn't release the phone number. And without the phone number, I, I was going to have to you start all new, all yeah. over. So it was. And part of that, this company <sighs> had been bought out and they changed. You know, and I don't know if it has to do with the buyout, mm. but somewhere they changed their account number process, yeah. but they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, well, this is what where you can find it. <laughs> okay, but can you verify? If I give it to you, can you verify it? Yeah. And that's what I got, silence. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm like, are you going to answer me? Yeah. It was frustrating. But, yeah. And the, the, probably the most frustrating thing is, I don't know how long we've been with this particular provider. We haven't really had a problem. We've yeah. had a few problems here and there, but they're user errors or network errors. Nothing that because of the yeah. providers just happens to everybody, so... Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad that's resolved for you. Me too. So how was your week? Uh, It sounds like my week was better than yours. (laughs) I want to say that it's somewhere between fine and good. Okay. Nothing uh, made it not good. Right. But for the first half of the week, I did not sleep really at all. No. It was about three hours a night, maybe four on a good night for that. So that part was a struggle. I would be dead dog tired. Yeah. Ready to go to sleep. I'm like, as soon as I hit the the pillow, I'm asleep, yeah. is what I'm thinking. I lay my head down, and all of a sudden, that's when my mind wants to start thinking about all the things <laughs> from work that I've got to figure out or get taken yeah. care of. And I know at one night, it was uh, about 2, 2.30 is the last time I looked at my watch. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, there was a couple, a couple of nights, I'm like, I was tired, but I'm like, I'm just going to stay up for a while. Yeah. I'll find something to do because I'd rather wake up at like 4.30 in the morning than 2.30 in the morning. Yes. And, you know, so, yeah, it was kind of rough there for a while. I still got up and went to work, did my job, Mm -hmm. faked it through. I think I did fine. Well, I didn't fake it. I did it. But, you know, I survived. But, you know, sleeping three to four hours a night, 
That's for the birds. For three or four days in a row yeah. was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at one day, and it might have been, well, no, it was when I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> uh, one of my colleagues, another administrator, came to my office to talk to me mm-hmm. about an issue. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're talking, and there's another meeting that's happening, going to happen in the conference room uh, right outside my office. So this third administrator sticks his head in, it's like, I don't want to interrupt, but just saying hi to us and ask me how I'm, how I'm doing, uh, knowing some of the issues I'm dealing with, not the lack of sleep, but other things. And I said, I'm okay. And he's like, just okay? And I look at him, I'm like, yeah, I'm just okay. I'm okay. And the, the guy that had stopped by my office to actually talk with me a few minutes looked at him and said, I'm learning that his okay <laughs> is not okay for the rest of us, which actually made me feel good yeah. because yeah. this is something that should cause, some of these issues should cause great stress mm-hmm. and all kinds of other words. But to me, I'm like, it's okay. I'm not, it'll work itself out. I don't know if it will or not, but so I thought that was funny, particularly since we've talked on here before about what is pretty good and mm-hmm. is that good or is it bad and some of the other terms which we still haven't taken time to work up a scale but so apparently me saying okay is like really bad for other people they would use a different word well i think really what he was actually doing was complimenting you and saying you are saying it's okay because you recognize that persons a and b cannot fix the problems that you're dealing with and he's just kind of giving you the the grace to say this is this is where you're at, and you are professional enough to say, for your purposes, I'm okay. Oh, okay. I think he was. I think he was really paying you a very nice compliment. Well, I appreciate that. I think it's part of me going back to my old self for being even kill and not highs <laughs> and lows, so. yeah. and it's just the world's falling apart. But I'm okay. It's kind of like <laughs> that meme with the dog in the fire. He's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I've not seen that It's one. a cartoon. It's not a real dog. If oh. somebody puts a real dog in a fire and takes a picture it's of it. It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> um, it's good to know we have yeah. boundaries here. We do. Okay. Well, well good. That was a... A, <laughs> a rousing conversation. It actually was. So okay. we'll see you next time here on the front porch. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. Because um, word on the street is you have a question for us. I do. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's question. All right. Name a villain that you feel bad for. Name a villain that I feel bad for. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to be problematic. Because I don't really know many villains. Actually, I picked this question specifically because you talk about this. Johnny Lawrence. Yes, that's Johnny Lawrence is the hero of the story. (laughs) He was bullied. He was picked on. (laughs) He had a tough upbringing. (laughs) Danielson treated mistreated him. Danielson. (laughs) Danielson. Are you Mr. Miyagi now? I have bonsai in my office. You do. That's right. And I still have one outside that I accidentally destroyed, but that's another (laughs) story. Yeah, I'm going to go with Johnny Johnny Lawrence. He's probably painted as the the villain, and you've almost convinced me that he might be, but I still think Daniel instigated it. (laughs) Um, And there's more behind the scenes that they don't tell you in the movie. Well, it is a movie. (laughs) So, no. It's a documentary. Oh, boy. No. Uh, Did you just ask that? question because i am wearing my cobra kai shirt as we record no no, it it is kind of perfect but no i ask you because i knew you had that answer because you get pretty carried away about it sometimes i do talk about it 
Barney Stinson and I are maybe the only people in America that think that, <laughs> uh, or the world about that. that think that Johnny Lawrence is is the good guy in that movie. Yeah, I yeah. identify more with Johnny than I do. The great hair with with uh, <laughs> with uh, Machio. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. I can't think of his name. But so when you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was when you said villain, I'm thinking like superhero movies and. Oh no! It could I, I be don't anything. know any of those that I feel bad for. No, it could be anything. I probably, of course, I go that route. But no, yes. I very much so thought immediately like, oh, this I know exactly no, what he'll say. That's a good one. So I, you, you're opening this up to yeah. other things. All right. Yeah. So what about you? Well, What's a villain that you feel sorry for? There's there's a, a couple in like the comic book movies. Um, and I'm going to use this one because you have been watching the old school Adam West Batman. One that I think of, we actually saw maybe last week or a couple weeks ago with Mr. Freeze. Because it's just a man that... Um, he he's just so madly deeply in love and and he just can't be with his wife and i'm not going to get into the whole story of it but okay. he's just he he's trying so hard to be reunited with his wife on some level or fix her or something like that anyway <laughs> okay i don't know much about mr freeze and Do you remember i remember that one i i only saw part of that oh, episode okay. cuz okay. we were getting ready on sunday morning and i was in and out okay and I think the same part that I saw recently was when I saw four months ago uh-huh. uh, when he's like eating with his henchmen. Yes, 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 yes. he has to have heat lights or where they are. Uh-huh. And then Batman and Robin are in there and he makes it shorter and shorter. So like only one person could yeah. survive. It's a really funny so I don't really know TV more. trick for that show. <laughs> it, but it is. It's really I, hokey. <laughs> I don't know how he became Mr. Freeze or okay. what happened That's or fine. anything with that. That's fine. Uh, going along with the Batman theme, I, I think of Harvey Dent and, the, and Two-Face. Again, it's one of those things that they've got this really interesting backstory that you can't help but think, man, that really stinks. That, that they essentially, it's like the die was cast and I, you either become nothing or you become the bad guy. So you're the bad guy in somebody's story, I guess. I don't know. Oh, so that's very enlightening. <laughs> it's profound. Profound. That's what I'm looking okay. for. Because we're all the bad guy in somebody's sure. story. Even Absolutely. if we did the right thing, mm-hmm. we're going to be the yeah. bad guy in somebody's story. And yeah. I'm going to be the bad guy in a lot of people's stories, I yeah. think. Yeah. Even though I'm doing the right thing. There you go. People aren't going to... Um, to see it that way because I didn't cater to their whims, yeah. even though it served the greater good. Yeah. I think like this being a politician. <laughs> I think this will make a great uh, story for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, great question. Because I, I guarantee you some Portuguese are going to come up with some great ones. They'll be like, yeah, or I have no idea what that is. Or, will you take care of that? Yeah, I'll take care of it. Okay. So here's the question. So there was one a couple weeks ago that you didn't take care of. But. Oh. I don't even remember. That's okay. I'm you sure wrote you're it, shocked. You wrote it down in your notebook over there. Oh, okay. So what, <laughs> I hate to call you out like What this. makes the most sense as far as posting questions? And even Portuguese could tell us this. Like, if I post them on Tuesday, is that too soon? Are we assuming that a lot of our Portuguese listen the day? And, of course, we don't really care. You don't have to have listened to it to have answered that particular question. No, and we don't have a good feel about Instagram followers versus yeah. listeners yeah. with that. I would assume, I don't know. Those of you that listen, you're you're the ones that really matter to us. Yeah. So yeah. let us know. I would think like a Wednesday or a Thursday okay. to okay. give people a little bit of time. Plus, it also creates some extra content. Yeah. 
later in the week. I'm going to literally make a note for myself in my handy-dandy calendar on my phone to post the question. On your new phone. My new phone. So it will <laughs> pop up and give you a reminder that, hey, I need to post this question yep. today? Yep. yep. Okay, good. I'm glad you're going to do that. Post question. <laughs> yeah, because I really would like to know people's answers. And there's going to be some that... We'll just see the Instagram question, and they're going to answer it superhero-wise. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be others that are going to think about other movies, and the villain is just another word for the bad guy. Yes. So they may have one they feel sorry for that has nothing to do with superheroes. Those are the ones that I'm more interested in. Mm, okay. You're probably more superhero-y. I don't, no, I really don't care. I don't care at all. So whatever people want to do is fine with me. So I'm going to post that Wednesday. All right. I will take care of it. Reminder. Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. That, that's what you told me. Do you mean do Thursday? It doesn't matter. We can have this conversation not on the podcast. <sighs> People I'm don't care the, about us. I know, but I'm this. making the <laughs> alert now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, well, I guess something I want to talk about before that, though, I had this question that came to mind. And what does this mean? These are lyrics. You're staring at me intently. I am smelling like the rose that somebody gave me on my birthday deathbed. (laughs) I don't know. I'm smelling like the rose that somebody gave me because I'm dead and bloated. Ew. Okay, let's skip that part. Let's go back to the first few lines here. I'm smelling like the rose that somebody gave me on my birthday deathbed. (laughs) It's a great song. And it took me forever to figure out that's what they were saying. It's a Stone Temple Pilot song called Dead and Bloated. (laughs) But that has always confused me. Yeah. (laughs) So you like the way roses look, but you don't like the way they smell. So that may fit for you. Okay. You're smelling like the rose that somebody gave you on your birthday deathbed. And then what is a birthday deathbed? I was birthday deathbed. Yeah. Are those two different things? I have no idea. Interesting. I have no idea. So what brought you to this song? That's just how my mind works sometimes. Okay. I, I, that I, is true. Because sometimes when we start the podcast, I try to think of something clever to say <laughs> before we get to the rolling tape. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you, we just start talking and you don't know I've started rolling tape. Mm-hmm. And then I tell you we're rolling tape. Uh-huh. Really Again, loud, all that started as a joke. Yes. And we've just kept it going for here into th- the third season. Wow. Um, and that came to mind for some reason as I was going to get the notebook. Okay. Trying to think. Because I came up with something brilliant earlier in the day. <laughs> uh, but it's it while is. I was working and in between meetings and didn't get a chance to write down. So I don't have a clue what it is. <laughs> That's your Canarello notebook. Um, yeah, but you don't. I didn't have time to write it down. And that wasn't like important enough to go in my notebook. Oh, okay. Okay, so on the last episode, and we'll have time to get through a couple of these. We'll see. On the last episode, we introduced this idea. uh, What did I actually call it? Have you ever wondered? Mm -hmm. And that's where we talked about uh, where certain things come from. And there we got with mayo. We talked a little bit about coffee and Mm -hmm. tea uh, with that. And I talked about how that led me down a rabbit hole of looking up things on the old interwebs. And somehow I looked up and ran across this thing about weird inventions. Okay. Um, that I just want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and you can go out on the internet machine and look them up yourself as well to see some pictures of these things. Uh, there's one that was called a massage helmet. 
a massage helmet. Yes. Does it help your hair grow? Because I've seen those. I, I don't think so. Uh, this came out in the 1960s. <gasps> and you could get a relaxing head massage, but you didn't have to go to the spa. Wow. Um, you slip. You could slip on a massage helmet for an air-powered scalp rubdown. <laughs> it is still available today. Like on Amazon. In more modern, not a portable forms. I don't know, but it's like this little box. It has this tube coming out to it. And I guess that's why it blows the air. Mm-hmm. So is it? I don't know how it works. Obviously, because I've never actually seen one. But it's it's almost like a bigger shower cap you put on. It's got this hose coming out. Well, I've seen I those as it, hair dryers before, but... No, you actually put it all the way... Oh, you're talking about like a, a cap that you actually put on mm-hmm. as a hair dryer? Mm-hmm. That didn't seem that like it cool. would work to me. No. You I know, mean, if it it's right there on your hair head, dryer, it as... would keep your parts of your head wet because of where the, the cap touched you. You're talking <laughs> about the one that looks more like, um, like Jiffy Pop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this is actually a, like a... A swimming cap type thing. It like it's it fitted fits. on your head. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, that would work. That was. <laughs> do you like that description? Very but nice. you knew exactly what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. All right. This is one that concerns me. Okay. This is one. It really concerns me, and this one was actually dubbed by Time Magazine as one of the fifty worst inventions. <laughs> wow. Um, and this Harsh. was in the nineteen thirties when this was out. Okay. Uh, it is referred to as the urban window baby cage. Oh, my. Urban window baby cage. Now, when you hear that phrase, urban window baby cage, what comes to mind? I am picturing, like, the front of our house with the great big old window, and basically you put the baby up front next to the window in a cage, essentially, to where they could look outside and people could look inside and see the baby in the cage. Where would the baby be? In a cage right inside the window in the house. Okay. Is um, that not right? That is not right. Okay. <laughs> that is not right. Okay. Don't look so, at me like it's crazy because no. this whole thing's insane. Um, the urban window baby cage was used in the 1930s to give infants plenty of fresh air. <gasps> Doctors believe that this would boost youngsters' immune systems and help them stay healthy, but... The health benefits may have been nullified by the obvious risk of a dangling baby, or of, excuse me, of dangling a baby several stories above the city. <laughs> so this would be like you live in an apartment, mm-hmm. and you need your baby to get fresh air. Mm-hmm. So you have this cage that you stick outside your window with the baby <laughs> in it, so they can get fresh air. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, I think there is a similar practice that still happens in Scandinavia. Okay. Not, not dangling over a balcony. Um, Can you imagine being in a large city, no. let's say like Chicago or New York City, where there's a lot of apartments and high rises? Yeah. And you're going and you're seeing no like on the 15th floor, this cage yeah. with a baby crawling around in it? <laughs> 
I can't imagine that. Yeah, it's it's called the Scandinavian Baby Box, and well, that's not a better name. That no. sounds worse than the baby cage. No, and sometimes it it's largely just the the concept of a box. Basically, it uh, supposedly the studies say it it helps prevent SIDS, which definitely I don't want to go that direction. But I was trying to remember what am I thinking of in terms of outside? Like I think there is a lot of research that does talk about the baby being outside, but. Again, you're right in terms of like if you're in a three-story walk-up, <laughs> just putting it outside the window. Like, how do you do that? That's I don't crazy. know. I don't know. Crazy. Um, yep. This next one that's in this list of weird inventions, and there's several lists. The baby cage made several of the lists that I looked at. Okay. Um, this one, I can't really tell if it's a joke or if they're being serious. Because it does mention this was featured in the spoof Better Living catalog in 1981, potentially as a joking way to help couples stay in sync on the dance floor. Okay. So I'm not sure if this is true or not, but it's Siamese dancing shoes. Okay. So I guess if you have two left feet and mm-hmm. you're stepping on your dance partner's feet while you're dancing, mm-hmm. this solves that because my right foot... Mm-hmm would be connected to your left foot. Okay. Because that's how the shoe is made. You would put on your oh. left, you put your foot in the left, and okay. I'd put it in the right. Like skis? And they're connected together. Okay. So you can't step on each other's foot. I think oh. that would be problematic yeah. with dancing. Yeah, unless you're like learning from the partner, and then you would eventually take them off and be able to do it without, like your muscle memory would have when, developed. And you couldn't like walk out to the dance floor. and right. you could. You'd have to go sideways <laughs> in tandem it's like the three-legged race yes yes i would like to see somebody try these Agreed. and and walk in them not so much the dancing with that hmm. but yeah yeah um <laughs> let's see the mass shaving machine what yeah it's exactly what it sounds like mass shaving machine surely not um, yeah, so this uh, hit barbershops in the 19th century, this mass shaving uh, machine. So it allowed barbers to shave a dozen men simultaneously. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of this idea of being efficient, but it doesn't account for, you know, different face shapes, sizes right. or whatever. Oh, so I bet there were a lot of cut up faces <laughs> so i i think it's kind of like a fulcrum type system uh-huh. so you know you move one have you ever seen what was the show uh i think it was putting on the hits uh-huh. way back yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah there was somebody on there that came out and uh, they did their lip sync thing but it was one person and they had like these sticks like broomsticks yes 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 and they were dummies yes two like two on each side yes. that mimicked the movements yes it looked like they were dancing in tandem yeah so it yeah. looked like five people dancing that's what i imagine it is you're shaving one person yeah. and the sticks oh, moving for everybody else Ooh. you don't like that idea no 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 cuz i'm assuming this would have been in the day of straight razors too yes uh-uh. yeah no no thank you um, no, thank you. There's a spaghetti aid. What? As in like Gatorade, but spaghetti? No, flavored? it's like a spaghetti fork. Okay. It would wind spaghetti noodles around the fork in seconds. I have seen that. 
like an electronic for, or an electric yes. version that you push it and it's like a regular fork. Yes. This one looks like, did your dad have an old hand drill? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what this looks like, but okay. with like two tines or prongs on the end. And would they have eaten p- pickles with it? <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> We're going to have to make spaghetti soon just so we can do that. No. Not me, you. No. <laughs> I, I'm good. Callie would do it. She likes pickles. It, she does. It does. Uh, there was an anti-bandit briefcase okay. that would release contents. its contents all over the ground if the thief tried to steal it. Okay. Um, but okay. So now, won't they? If you're, you know, they try to steal it and everything comes right out, up. won't they just pick it up and run off? Yeah. Uh, it was a, perhaps a less frightening theft deterrent than a similar bag at the time, which re- would release a smoking chemical vapor <laughs> if someone tried to snatch it. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like an accident waiting to happen right there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, here's one that I'm surprised we don't see right now. Illuminated tires. Oh, yeah. Goodyear wanted to add flair to cars across America with their uh, illuminated tires. <coughs> they were outfitted with 18 internal light bulbs. They were well-received, uh-huh. uh, but the flashy tires were too costly and impractical to produce on okay. a large scale. But now with LEDs and right, stuff. right. I can see this coming back. Yeah, especially because people um, are customizing their wheel whales. Wells. I knew I would have a hard time saying those two words next to each other. Well, and Cooper just got his, uh, oh, what's that thing called? Hoverboard. A hoverboard. And this one has lights in the wheels. And then it must have mirrors, too, because it looks like the lights go forever into the actual hoverboard. And it is pretty slick looking, I mean, for that kind of stuff and for a 14 year old kid it, it's really slick looking so i could see that would be really appealing to car owners especially if you have a flashy car and want it to be flashy yeah <laughs> you think so <laughs> i think so okay um here's one called uh i don't know how to say this okay. pro mobile okay p-a-r mobile par par mobile pra P-R-A. Oh, I thought you said P-A-R. Okay. I might have, but I meant P-R-A. Okay. Um, Okay. So this was in the 1920s. Parents in their baby carriages could hit the streets at 15 miles per hour. (laughs) Um, So this is kind of like a baby carrier or like a a bicycle trailer. Mm -hmm. Like We didn't Mm, put our kids when they were babies no, in no, it, no. but somebody gave us no. one and when they were little toddlers yeah we could put them in that we and really ride that. around um and this is kind of a precursor to that but it's basically a bike with an old-timey carriage stroller mm-hmm. on the front end of it oh and it looks a little weird <laughs> yeah well it had to start somewhere right it did you know it somebody so had to look at it and go you know i don't know that's gonna be the most uh, fluid way to do that. Let's move it to the back. Right. It's kind of yep. like, I like what you're thinking, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> well, what could be more embarrassing than in the night... In the Let me start over. Okay. What could be more embarrassing in the 1950s than accidentally dragging your sleeve through a stick of butter as you reach across the table? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I think that could apply to a lot of things. Sure. Even now. Yeah. Forget the 1950s and the... 2000s yeah in the 2020s yeah whatever we say where I, we are now i hate dropping food on my shirt i mean my pants. but if you're reaching across yeah. and to get something 
Um, so American amateur inventor Russell E. Oaks solved this problem with a spider-like gadget. Um, today, diners solve this issue with luxurious covered butter keepers or politely asking someone else to pass the dish they need. <laughs> so this is really, I'm trying to think, it reminds me of some kind of toy, but I don't, no, not a toy, like a head massager. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, when yes, you put it on yes, your yes. head and it goes down, it's kind of yeah. like a spider thing. So it's just these metal things that you put over your butter uh-huh. that is on the middle of the table. So if you have to reach across, your arms go on wow. that little cage. That, Not the baby cage, baby dangling cage, yeah. but across this. That is a great example of somebody looking at the old adage of work smarter, not harder, and totally missing the mark. That's insane. Right. Here's one on this list of the weirdest adventure, ad, adventures, inventions, uh-huh. which actually I think has come back around to be modern. It's called the roof sleeper. Okay. Uh, this invention turned the top of a person's vehicle into their own private sleeping quarters in the 1950s. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Like a camper shell for a truck, but on the top, on the of, your top of your car. Which I want to say I've seen some things maybe. Uh, with that uh, here's one that is kind of weird and it doesn't have a date associated with it and I just say it's weird because we actually have this now that every not everybody but a lot of people use mm-hmm. the Toshiba view phone view phone yes it allowed callers oh, yes, to yes. see each other on a small video screen so like using yes. your landline I have one you have one we could we still have to talk on that, yeah. but we could see each other. They were very expensive. Did like, you have one? No, I no, mean, no, no. I've no. never heard of such thing. No, no, I know about it just because... You're a historian. Well, that and also, like, I do, oddly enough, have enough cursory knowledge of telephone business to really have nothing to do with it. But yes, that was, it was several thousand dollars. Um, and it really was not just a precursor to cellular phones, but really to FaceTime. And That's what this article goes on to say. Yeah, essentially, you you had to have somebody else who had it, or else it didn't work. And it was so cost prohibitive that it just really didn't take off the way they had wanted. But I think probably on this end of history, we go, oh boy, you really did. You set us up for something right. way better. Right. Yeah. Here's one that I don't quite understand. Um, for totally different reasons. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That makes Please it, be. yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're just, we're gonna leave that how it is. So I'm gonna, I'll be honest with you. I love donuts. Yes. I love donuts with just an O N, and I love donuts with an O U G H. Okay. N. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's some donuts I like better than others. Yes. I have never in my life dipped a donut into coffee. Oh. Okay. Never. Okay. I don't know that I would. I've never dipped a donut into anything, into mm. like milk or mm-hmm. orange juice or sweet okay. tea okay. or Dr. Ooh. Pepper okay, or whatever. Okay. But there was a donut ducker invented. <laughs> um, and here it says, dunking a donut into a cup of coffee without getting your fingers wet was no longer the stuff of fantasy. I'm going to have to sneeze, so you talk. Okay. No longer the stuff of fantasy. <laughs> so we dreamed about this? Uh, apparently people dreamed about it because it was a reality when guess who? <laughs> guess who invented this? Duncan? Russell E. Oaks. Oh. You just mentioned him. Oh. He created this device um, huh. with that. And it actually, this picture makes it look 
like just a, a fulcrum okay. type thing. I'm trying to think. Or have you ever been to the uh, park? I know you have because our kids used to play on these things. Oh, the teeter-totter? No. Oh. So you sit on this thing and it's kind of like in the sand and you're mm-hmm. on the seat, but you have the oh, arm sure. out that uh-huh. you can go and you dig up the sand yeah, and you yeah, turn yeah. it and you dump it. That's what it reminds me okay. of. So you have to put your donut on this thing and you use the lever around. You put it in your coffee, you bring it up no. and stick it in your mouth. Another work smarter, work harder, and they miss the mark. But, you know, there really were these people that that was their profession, was they were professional inventors. And they just basically were coming up with ideas and getting them copyrighted or patented. And then, I mean, in many regards, even if their invention didn't go anywhere, they sometimes set the stage for the next one. And then they'd have to be paid for it sometimes. Well, here's one that I think fits in that, the portable radio or the portable hat radio. (laughs) Okay. So you wear this hat and it's got all these things coming out of it, but you can pick up the radio. Like so this antenna? Is, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with this picture. It's just a prototype of a drawing okay. just type thing. So there's like some transistors and tubes coming out. <laughs> but this was before the Walkman. There we go. And some of our listeners have no idea what that is. Oh, well. uh, before iPods, yeah. mobile phones. Um this uh, was created or thought to have been created by an inventor in Berlin in the 1930s. Wow. Bizarre apparatus was essentially a straw hat with two large antennas sticking out of it on the top. Okay. I wonder um, how heavy it was. And it was made, other people kind of came along. It was made uh, an array of materials, but it never caught on. I can't imagine why. And, and yet our son just bought a pair of sunglasses. That he, it's Bluetooth to his uh, his iPod, so he can right. listen to music or whatever. So, I mean, this thing kind of has yeah. has come full circle yeah. with some of that. Sure. Um, again, on the second list, uh, the mass shaving machine, mm-hmm. the baby cage was on this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm still not sure about this group shaving thing. <laughs> group shaving um, thing. Here's one I don't understand. It's called the face glove. Okay. It was developed in the U.S. at the turn of the 20th century. Uh, This eerie-looking mask, or, quote, face glove, was designed to be used by ladies of refinement Mm -hmm. to beautify and preserve youthful skin while also removing blemishes and imperfections. Okay. It resembled something from a creepy horror film. Yeah, well, sounds like it. Uh, The main problem with this unproven treatment was its health issues. (laughs) Um, the mask was uh, originally made from uh, flexible rubber and meant to be worn overnight. Mm-hmm. The science behind its claims was that the mask would encourage the opening of pores through perspiration. Pre- sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perspiration. Perspiration. I don't know why I wanted to invert that. Um, the mask became popular and other companies began to making it. But worryingly, materials such as asbestos, uh, sulfur, oh. and lead were used oh. that made the mask actually hazardous and caused more skin problems than it was designed to uh, fix. I wonder if that would have been the precursor to some of the more modern day. Like, I grew up using masks that you just washed off. I still do from time to time. But now you see them where they're basically, it's a it's almost on a paper of some sort that you apply it on your face. You look like really, really messed up, like you're some sort of horror movie or something. And then you eventually will peel it off and then wash the debris off. But I wonder if that's sort of the concept of, 
you would it would stay on there longer because you've got this rubber to hold it there. I don't know. But doesn't it counteract what we're kind <laughs> of been told that you want to wash your face, right. wash the sweat off of yeah. it? But here it's saying, oh, sweat more. I'm going to make you sweat and it's going to make your your pores open. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a dermatologist, so I don't know what that. <laughs> uh, I got one more to share and you've actually seen this one. Okay. Not in person, but we've seen it on um, video. The ostrich pillow. The ostrich pillow? Yes. Okay. Possibly inspired by the isolator hood invention decades before the ostrich pillow. Ostrich pillow. Uh-huh. It was funded on Kickstarter uh-huh. in 2012, designed to allow the wearer to escape the world, whether <gasps> their environment be at home, traveling, or working in the office, in order to catch 40 winks or enjoy silent meditation. You know, I'm actually really fascinated by it because it's like gray and you buy it on the Sky Mall or whatever. Yes, it's yes. like a fluffy hood with three yes. holes. Yes. One for the head, two for the hands. I'm really fascinated with this. We don't fly a ton, but whenever we do, there really is a sense of, what do I do? Because it doesn't matter what people say about the reclining aspect. It's not much of a recline. <laughs> it is not comfortable. Shouldn't they just take the uh, recline option off for Agreed. the seats and planes? Absolutely. I think so, but I I really have I don't think I've seen it in person or in the wild, but I am fascinated by this. Like I want to know, does that really work? Do we know people that have either used one or bought one and found it to be good or bad? I bet we know somebody. We just don't know who it is yet. Yep. We know somebody that has one of these. It's yep. promoted primarily as a way to be able to take time out from a no- noisy world in order to dec- decrease stress and increase productivity. We've seen this mm-hmm. on Dude Perfect. It was one of the cool not cools. Oh. One of the twins. Okay. Had it. Okay. And pulled it out. And we were like, and, you know, what in the world? And it looks weird. And I can't remember what they gave it. <laughs> um, probably not a super cool. Probably not. I mean, it looked weird, but. Yeah. Interesting. That was interesting. So, yeah, those were just some of the weird inventions <laughs> that I found. I love that you had some that reached pretty far back and some that were more modern. Well, and, and you know, weird doesn't necessarily mean bad because right. some of these, again, precursor to Walkman, which led to the iPod, which led to, mm-hmm. you know, I guess we should throw MP3s in there before we get to the iPod, but <laughs> then to phones or the Bluetooth glasses yeah. and other devices. Yeah. Well, that's in our, that's that baby cage still. Who thought that was a good idea? Oh, Who did not thought that, that was through. a good idea? So, uh, Porchy's out there. What are your what are weird inventions mm-hmm. have you heard of? And you know, there's probably other things. I would venture to guess that a lot of things that we use every day and we just take for granted, we consider to be natural, and mm-hmm. natural is probably not the right word. In the beginning, sure. seemed very weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. I am drinking my water out of a cup right now. In the beginning, somebody's like, "Man, that's weird." Yeah. <laughs> well, how else am I supposed to drink it? Lap right. it up like a dog? Well, you still got to hold it in something, unless I'm going down to the pond. Whatever works. So, yeah, whatever works. <laughs> oh boy. Well, thanks for going on a little journey with me. Well, I appreciate you doing that research. Yes, amazing <laughs> what you can find out there on the internet machine. I know it. I know well, what's new with you? Well, I I have a new phone. Really, I feel like that's just (laughs) such a a silly one to give, but it does seem like it took so much of my time that that 
it's almost like there wasn't a lot of time for anything else of great interest, but um, that is done, accomplished, and I just feel like literally, you know this, like a weight has been lifted off of me. So I'm going with that for what's new with me. Awesome. What's new with you? That's a very good question. And um, there's some things that I want to share Mm-hmm. And I will share, but I'm going to go with something that's really new. Okay. Because listeners don't know. Right, right, right. You know, if this was like two weeks ago, because it's still new. Sure. But uh, I'm going to go something really new. And actually, it's a, the day that we're recording. That's yes. how new it is. I received a package uh, in the mail. Mm-hmm. And I came back, went back to the office from lunch, and it's sitting outside my door. And I recognized the sender's name Mm -hmm. immediately and like what did he send me Mm -hmm. and it's from a gentleman that i'm gonna say we've known a long time yeah you've known him a really long time yeah uh he was a professor at the college we went to Mm -hmm. and when we uh got back into higher education and we moved to our current institution he moved there a couple of months after we did yep and in essence he had the same job that I have now. Yes. So 18 years ago, yes. he was in my same position. He called me a week or two ago and congratulated me and talked about some things and, you know, proud of you. You guys are doing great work, all that jazz. Uh, so I open it up and I see there's some books there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, that's great. He sent me some books that he thought would be helpful mm-hmm. to me. And there's no, but there's these two uh, little things uh, that are wrapped up in. Um, like tissue paper mm-hmm. is that what you call mm-hmm. it that you put yeah. in like gifts and i knew what they were before i opened you them did because i remember seeing somewhere that he since he's retired he's take he's done more woodworking uh-huh. and this is something that i know that he's done and that he sells sometimes mm-hmm. uh, but i have these two absolutely gorgeously beautiful <laughs> is gorgeously a word well, it is now. I think for you, it you're is. trying to elaborate on how. I do not they know are. how to describe these things. I actually brought them home for you to see, and yes. I just picked them up. Um, these are hand turned pins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he takes a blank, and a blank. He, that's what we would call because uh, this would start off as like a square block. Oh, or a it's rectangle a block. Blank. I had no. So he he takes that and he turns it. And he's got to hollow it out wow. if he goes that far with that. But the two different sizes. So I have these beautiful hand turned, handmade pins uh, that he he included in that package. And I I've looked at these before mm-hmm. that people have made, and they mm-hmm. can be very expensive. And yeah. one of these I can't even really read uh, what it, like says. it says. Chicken. <laughs> it doesn't say chicken, but yeah. I think it's trying to tell me the type of. Of wood, okay, or something with that, uh, and I, I do woodworking, but I'm not knowledgeable enough to look at a piece of wood and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, that's whatever." Uh huh. Um, you know, I can tell you it's wood or not. <laughs> that's about <laughs> it. They are that. just absolutely uh, breathtaking. But that's what's new with me. They they write well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are going to so. use them, right? Oh, I don't that, know. that hesitation they, is the same as with the notebooks. <laughs> they, they will be on my desk, mm-hmm. and I will proudly display them. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I may use these to sign really important papers. Huh. Uh, I tend to have one brand of pen that I yeah, use and have used for years and years mm-hmm. because I, 
and it's probably not the best because of the type of tip it has, mm-hmm. but I tend to write so small. Yes. This works well yes. with that, with the fine. So I think I will use these to pull out and use to sign very important papers. Okay. I like it. With that, because I don't want to carry these every day, because what if it gets break or somebody tries to swipe it from me? I know. You would be furious. You know, swiper, no swiping. <laughs> that's right. Oh, with that's that. But wow, these are absolutely... Uh, gorgeous, and at some point we'll post them on the uh, the podcast site so yeah. people can can see what we're talking about. Yeah, they're really really beautiful. What so. a kind, thoughtful gift. It is. It really is. And the fact that I was shocked, I wasn't expecting sure. any of it. Um, and I think it's made more special. I don't know how long you've known him. Thirty years. I'm guessing. Gosh, am I that old that that is possible? But yes. Well, yes. you kind of grew up with his kids. Yeah, that's that, at roughly least, the same oh age. My and when I talked to him, he's like, "I got a granddaughter. I don't know if she was starting college or graduating college. I can't remember." <laughs> oh, so we're, we're going to leave oh, that out. So, but yes. you know, I've just known him since college. Yeah. And I, which is probably getting close to 30 years. So you may have known him a lot longer than that. Stop it. We'll leave that. <laughs> uh, but I think the fact that uh, he previously was in. Uh, my position. Yeah. In the same the, building, by the way. He was he in the, was. He was. He was on building. the other side, and in the, a floor down, down mm-hmm. before it was remodeled. Yep. I hadn't thought about that. Yep. But the fact that he was there, he knows what it's like. Yep. And he, a nice little note yeah. that he went there. But I think that made it even extra special yeah. to have those. So Yeah. I'm, it's really special. Yeah. That really made my afternoon. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. Sometimes we you, get sentimental. I yeah, love it. I, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. As awesome. Occasionally, so. Yeah. Well, I think it's been a, a pretty decent episode here from my end. I don't know about yours. Yep. Uh, but I got more work to do, so I'm calling it a day. Okay. Yes. So until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya. See ya.